Charles Darwin had not yet conceived the theory of evolution by natural selection. Five months shy of his twenty-seventh birthday, tall and thin, and already distinctively heavy-browed, he had not yet acquired a reputation as a scientist, had not yet published a celebrated travelogue about South America or an influential treatise on tropical corals, and had not yet had a species of ostrich named after him. His visit to the Galapagos came at the tail end of a five-year trip around the world, and it did not act on him as one of those Sistine Chapel-sealing, hand-meets-hand kind of moments. But Darwin was in the midst of a travel-induced transformation, combining his childhood love of exploration and biology with an increasingly sophisticated ability to catalogue nature. When he published The Origin of Species twenty-four years later, it was notable for the meticulous observational detail Darwin used to support his theory. For someone who delighted in scientific inquiry, the reptilian megafauna swarming the Galapagos was a scaly, ugly, crawling, and terrific learning opportunity. Darwin spent one day studying tortoises, chasing them, riding them, and upending them to see if they could right themselves. He spent another day with the marine iguanas, and it was not a good day to be a member of the lizard kingdom. He cut up the iguanas to see what they were eating, seaweed, and in his journal he disparaged their color, dirty black, their disposition, stupid and sluggish, and their looks, hideous. He and a co-conspirator tied one animal to a rock and dropped it off their boat, the beagle, to see what would happen. When, an hour afterwards, he drew up the line, it was quite active. He also noticed that some of the iguanas seemed to like the water, and he wondered, how well did they swim?